Flavor House. How y'all doing today? This is your host, Roland Grams. Just chilling, mostly. I decided to change up my format just for a little bit, just to see how these things work. I wrote some questions down, and I decided to do an interview. I'm going to interview a therapist. Uh, or at least that's my word for it. Really, I'm interviewing myself. Because we are all therapists in some sort of way or shape or form or other. And if you can choose for yourself, you can also listen to the interview. And it's full detail. Yet, I'm going to be interviewing myself, so I'll be playing the host and the and interviewee, the interviewer and the interviewee, and I'm going to try to put it together in a way that you can understand it, so it doesn't sound all discombobbled with just one voice speaking to the ether. So, without further ado, my... My uh, co-host needs no further introductions. His name shall remain nameless. He is the therapist. Hello, therapist. Hello, Michael. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm doing okay. If you can see it from a different point of view, that is good. I'm doing... How do I myself? Well, to me, I consider what I'm doing to be somewhat interesting. Now, most of the therapists, if I can hit a question to start off. You can do it. Go ahead. Uh, most therapists are doctors. And most doctors have PhDs. What is your PhD in, if you don't mind me asking? Hmm. I guess from that proposal, a good PhD in, if you lack for a better term, I would say it would be neurologist. Just to have an example, people. <laughs> yeah, mind your manners. <laughs> but, I think it's more, it's just more of a, degree it's not much of a motions my my main study is therapy to help others can understand their own ideology ideological perspectives and in most motion control the conversation and move it forward okay that's for me I would like to uh, move this conversation forward, if you are listening. It's a... We should talk about 420, because it is 420. Somewhere in the world, it's 425 right now. Should have started earlier. But, how is your perception of medical cannabis in the world around us? And how do you see it? changing or changing the course of people's uh, 
psychological thoughts. Do you think that is good for mental health or do you think that is bad for mental health? Well, if I can take this question from here, I would say that's not the choice of whether it's good or bad for you. Like most people understand most taking from here, it's more of a understanding of what your perceptions of your health is like psych psychological health is way different than any other health and that's perfectly fine it's just mostly most people consider that yeah kind of most people consider that uh mental health is more established than not and really you don't need cannabis to have a conversation because most mental health is problems are solved through communication style of intuition and other theories but I would say that um, if you said put yourself in a medical field and you can see a by your own accord you can see some sort of uh governing force that allows you to think more uh, allows you to rationally uh consider way and communicate your options now most uh most people would like to point to uh celebrities for that uh reference usually most celebrities have a not very well record of mental health issues they kind of stay on a field on it if you will (laughs) yet uh most celebrities don't most celebrities nowadays due to the stigmas changing and other things transpiring they try to keep well in tune with their mental health and most people consider cannabis to be a probably a uh, helpful helpful ingredient into that uh, medicating values of itself and in that I think uh, it's good for some and not good for others that's a that's a decent way uh to see that I can I can definitely see that well it's like uh it's like uh if I can use a fishing analogy I seen three men fishing the other day to cast out their reels and they hope to catch a fish okay go 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 ahead and yeah they hope to catch a fish so they cast out their reels and one day one uh they wait and wait and wait and then when they wait they find different ways to uh, different ways to understand different different uh, things to think about in that flow of motion aspects of thought. They uh, their mental health their mental health is that well their mentality is not on the fishing at that point. It's on what they think in their heads, and in between time, they have that. I get. I was. I. If you don't mind me taking it here from here, yeah. Uh, cause of nature, 
the cause of nature kind of like little random ingredients that you just put in a pot and you're like uh oh, i wonder what's gonna happen today i wonder what's gonna happen today and then all of a sudden they get a fish hooked to their line that's a good analogy yet um they don't know what type of fish they're pulling up so now they got all this uh, adrenaline rush just shoot through their bodies just full of it <laughs> for and they just pull and they start reeling it in, reeling it in. And once they reel it in the fish, they either get their choice example would be a big fish. They would love to make a cod, big cod would be the perfect fish. But sometimes you get a little guppy. And now the, now that guppy put up so much uh, struggle that the fisherman is kind of angry about it. That's your emotions. That's your emotions changing. You got to figure out why your emotions change to control your mental health, mental anxieties and anguish. Now that fisherman, his adrenaline went from all outburst positivity to a little bit of anguish and anxiety and a little bit of not a little bit of loathing because now he put all that work in for a little, little fish and all he got was a little fish not gonna feed your family off that little fish at all and i i can see that too but that um the fisherman's anguish doesn't come from lack of trying he tried all day and he only caught that fish now but if he still have a whole day ahead of him just like fishing is always a whole day of fishing you just throw your line back out there and reel in another one that's kind of way people have to see their mental health in the aspects of that. Where the river's flowing is your thoughts. That ca- that line that you cast out is kind of your hopes, your happiness, your willingness to go forward, your willingness to advance, strive, and be the better person of your own making is cast out in that line. And then, bloop, hits the water makes a sound but it just hits the water with that being said you still there's fish gotta still swim up to your pond like i said about the uh celebrities from earlier most celebrities are the fishermen a good dynamic of a discussion would have that uh fishermen all day like big name stars big name stars they throw out their reel they catch a fish in like two seconds not quite like that because obviously fishing and being a celebrity is two different things but they catch that fish and they reel it in they just reel it in usually usually pretty fast throw another one out reel that in pretty fast and so on and so forth that's how they make their uh that's how they make their income And, and that's how they make their living, their work. That's how they're able to take all these vacations. Some of them don't have to overthink. But uh, for those who teaching the matter, it's more, it's more different. Because you go with the lower level, if I could change it, to lower level uh, celebrities. And they might spend all day like writing, writing lyrically painting whatever have you and 
don't make a cent, don't make a dime, and they still struggle just to feed their family. That builds more upon that uh, mindset of having negative and positive feedback. Those negative and positive feedbacks creates this volatile, compulsive uh, ring that just continues and perpetuates throughout a uh, throughout the uh, experience, such as this one. Yeah, such as this one. <laughs> but they also have their own, they also have the same uh, mindset as those high up celebrities, the lower celebrities that we were talking about before. They have that same mindset. Some of them have the exact same mindset. Some of them are even higher mindsets than those celebrities with the big names like your Justin Bieber's or your Iggy's, Azalea's or your uh, Adele's even. In a way, most, uh, most, most mindsets is that of a chattering. And it's a... Uh, it's not to be judged. It's more to be understood in ways that people can understand, in ways that people can uh, compromise, understand, compromise, understand, and build upon in a convenient way to make a good subject, uh, a good, uh, what is it, a good analogy for a subject uh, in a m- music. I'll use music for a good genre. Uh, better i do a lot of us yeah that's that's not really a therapist <laughs> way of talking is the us <laughs> yeah oh but if you think of that as a th- uh psych psychological uh problem not much but uh just a little psychological problem it's just a hiccup it's not more that you can't think of what to say it's more that you can't um you see, like, like just lack of better rhythms and flows. You can't, uh, you can't pull that conversation together. And these things that are presented, kind of, um, for lack of malice, it's a partner and constructing of thought it's not jealousy for these celebrities in that way because for lack of malice it's more stories that can be told and stories that can be exaggerated and stories that can be uh, pulled from but for that example of the fishermen's i would say they uh celebrities are like fishermen they pull in a fish big ones come little ones come doesn't matter it's still fishing but no mean to catch off guard yeah caught a little off guard these uh fish can um make their own way to whoever technically to whatever food source is available at that time and if a lame fish is a lame fish they're gonna go to the lame fish source no matter what just like music genres if you like EDM, no offense, I'm just using that as a example. You're gonna like EDM. If you like hip hop, you're gonna have a little bit more of a refined taste of 
music. <laughs> That's a joke, just to clear the EDM kids' minds up a little bit. But uh, oh yeah, back to what I was saying. The um, yeah, the subject in hand. My questions. The rest of my questions that I could pull from. If, and stop saying stretch it out. Okay, cool. Yeah, stretch out the conversation. Yes, I know I do. That's why I need a therapist. That's why I got you on my show. How you doing, therapist? Doing pretty good. That's good. I'm sorry I didn't memorize my lines. I didn't memorize these questions. I just wrote them in a book. That's why you hear all this paper going. So this guy. Hold on. We all. We all need the same thing. Oh, therapist. I want to know if you have any personal life things. I know a lot, a lot of doctors have personal lives and stuff like that, but I never know what doctors do in their personal lives. Like, they make a lot of fucking money. They can technically do whatever the hell they want. What do you do in your personal life? Because, like, celebrities, I know... They can make they make a lot of money, but when you think of a celebrity, that shit becomes obvious, plain and simple. Either they're gonna stay in their mansion all day and chill, or they're gonna go out and vacate vac- 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 on a hot on some high ship, like high ship, like ships of sail, and all that stuff. But for a doctor, a person with a career that is seem like it wouldn't be as simple to like break from that career especially if you putting in all those hours celebrities they put in hours too but most of their hours are weekend hours so that's a wash but the doctors i think their their hours are a lot longer stringent and it's more like the uh nine five grind if you will if not to be disrespectful to doctors it's because a nine to five like even in that doesn't exist case of a nine to five doesn't mean a nine to five but i get back to that if y'all want me to in the thing but right now um yeah i'm on okay um so yeah personal life what do you do in your personal life well to say the mind of a therapist is not a very mediocre mind that's actually a mind that is giant and with that giant uh, production of thoughts and capabilities, you come across people with more, more or less similar, uh, was it similar hobbies, similar aspects with you, even if they're not at your IQ level, because who cares about IQ at this point? It's all about if you're a good person and you can have a conversation with them. So from most of the times, just be probably just drink good if i guess probably just uh drink all drink a little whiskey have a little cigar uh every now and then vacay with the wifey but uh other than that (laughs) vacay with the wifey other than that just um just stick to my studies like you said as you were a good uh you don't Sharp, iron sharpens iron and you gotta keep your iron sharpened and of course iron sharpens iron but iron also rust so you gotta make sure that you're not 
over doling your blade your mental thoughts with inaccurate depictions of lives of life in general just more of a understanding of a fluidity of concepts and how those concepts can occur every once in a while if you can catch that right example i like that i like that a lot uh i'm still having i'm still flipping through these pages come on a little bit uh at this point, I I got a quote that I kind of manifested in my head, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Artists point the veil and the op- and the veil opens, allowing them to manifest dreams and thoughts. How do you feel about that? I don't mean like artists as in celebrities. I know we got off top. We get an off topic from the celebrities and the fishing, the fishing examples from that celebrity thing. But artists meaning like people who consider themselves and their lifestyles a work of art. Because I know there's lots of people out there that consider their lifestyles a work of art. For example, I could take it. Oh, go ahead. There's, there's people who are jugglers. They juggle their lives. And even in jug- and even in that example, you have examples of people who do juggle their lives. But you have jugglers. You got uh, flame, uh, blo- flame eaters and all those people. Those are also artists. And they have more of a form where their art flows through their bodies. And they use that flow of energy to examine how the people their audience feel about the uh the uh, understanding of a uh, really just that feeling the understanding of feeling and how anxiety builds or uh boredom builds definitely boredom Boredom is the easiest thing to build upon, build upon because all you got to do is catch someone out of uh, out of their usual routine. If uh, they feel they have to adapt, then they adapt. If they don't, then they'll continue forward. But if you catch someone out of that routine and they don't know what to do with their time, they end up being bored. And when they're bored with that time... That time doesn't truly paint paint a vivid picture of what they could do. Like, there's so many hobbies in the world. You can literally choose one hobby. Like, there's so many ways to communicate in the world. You can literally choose any way to communicate. Yet again, people still become bored. It's not that they don't have free time not to become bored. They just don't have the understanding to, like fill up their time with something besides television tvs like electronics that's mostly what people go straight to as soon as they get off work as soon as they bored they just go to sleep or watch netflix and netflix and chill is good on some occasions and definitely if oh for me let me take that question definitely if you uh uh sex addict you definitely get those get those residuals of the inaccurate the inadequate of uh 
I tried to make that sound so sophisticated, then I end up fucking up. Uh, therapy is good construct. Good thing to understand. Communication is key. Just like in a conversation, communication is key. And I should go back to uh, my questions that I literally had on a page, and then I tried to flip through my book again because I was I caught the squirrel addiction. Is there? Oh, that's a good question. Is there such thing as uh, squirrel phobia? Not squirrel phobia. Squirrel uh, uh squirrel symptoms. Squirrel symptoms. Really, I uh, I'm not sure I know what you mean. Oh, squirrel symptoms are more like uh, when you're doing something and you just be like, squirrel. <laughs> you ever had a... Yeah, that's a ADHD. Oh, ADHD. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. That clear that, clear, that uh, joke up. It was, I thought it was funny, though. That's nice. Thank you. But uh, back to... Back to my questions for sure. Yes, for sure. What's a good business? What's a good business model for an up and coming company? Now, I know you're, you're I know for a uh, doctor, therapist, neurologist, science, scientists, these things aren't right. The these things aren't right in themselves. But excuse me. Pharmaceuticals. Are usually uh are usually a big topic for things, and I I would like to make my own cannabis company. And I know cannabis is not pharmaceuticals, and a lot of people might have that problem in their heads. The this is that, and this is third. Oh, cannabis isn't a drug, or psilocybin isn't a drug. These things may not pre- be perceived as prescription drugs, but they are drugs to me. And I'm pretty sure, as a therapist, you might agree. Yes. Cool. So, for that, I would say up and coming company trying to make it big in the world. Flavor House is the brand. What would you say my first move should be? And if you have any examples, please place them here. Uh, in a way, I would say that that question is not really a good question for a therapist. Uh, that's more for a businessman with a high IQ to ask for. But uh, from my standpoint, I would say if you got your plan, if you got a plan in order, first you need a business. You will have a business plan. You will have your. Uh, you have the money first because you got to be able to invest in your company. So you have to get the collateral that you would need for that company through those investments and the collateral you acquired. You can buy a building. I would definitely work on uh, probably a building that is already established because it allows you more leeway with your money that you already flexibility with your money that you already had and have. And you can start building from there. Start off with simple supplies, cleaning supplies, and then uh, make sure you have everything in order before you order your products, which, like you said, if it's pharmaceuticals, you would order your products last just to make sure everything's in place for those products to come in, safely be packaged if 
they need to be packaged, distributed, if they need to be distributed, and then you need vehicles and et cetera, et cetera, depending on what your business model is. That's actually not a bad business plan for me to think of. Thank you, Bertie. Welcome. Uh, so, where should one go for an appointment? Say if, you know, because I got a lot of psychological problems. A lot of psychological problems. None that I see, because every time I talk to people, I literally talk to them straightforward. They talk to me straightforward. And there's no problem between that. As long as I'm not thinking, I don't see a problem in it. But I guess when I think about it, I feel like people, the judgment that people lay upon people is what makes it a bigger problem than it actually is. How do I make an appointment so I don't have to put all this on a flavor house <laughs> for my anxiety woes? Well, well, I would say you definitely have to go to the VA. You are a veteran. You have your options. They wait out to you. You go set up appointment through VA. They'll get you your prescriptions and your drugs, and you can be back on cue with your uh, the lifestyle you would like to uh, live. And that would be a definitely a more helpful understanding. Kind of butchering. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Thank you, Doc. I, I'm kind of butchering, but I I, I kind of butcher the. Uh, format of how I wanted to do this interview and it kind of works out kind of doesn't but for most people I think we can get a little we can fit people in where they fit in because I seen some cues that I wasn't quite hitting on a mark and then when another topic came into my head I realized that would have been a better topic to start off with or go through so I tell you right now I would say going through this topic from here on out I would say it should be very capable which brings me to my next conversation to you next question what's your best ability as like as your profession in your profession or in general if you feel that question isn't broad enough. Such a very that's actually a very decent question. I would say if I had more understanding of what you wanted to involve in that, I would have a better uh, understanding how to act, how to describe your question. But. It's, uh, I would say my best ability would be that my ability is to help, pe- help people where they, help people where they lie, where they find their insecurities, where they find their woes, where they might have need a better understanding how to adapt for convenience sake. And if anybody feels a little anxious or needs to walk out the room just know that you can always go see family members they're not the greatest therapists but they're still somewhat helpful in meanings that they like to perceive and you you might perceive 
some of what your inadequacies are, if you're feeling inadequate, you can see that through your family and they might can solve not the whole problem because no one can solve the whole problem, but they can, they'll be able to solve which problems are non-discontinuous, which problems are are shallow, which ones are deep. Like small problems, family members, first one to go to. Now when you have from a uh, deep in core problem of your life, which is pretty much if it's a fruit, it's the seed of your life and it's a poisonous fruit. And that's a poisonous seed. If you have that as your problem, you would definitely, first of all, don't bite into the apple. <laughs> Because that will solve all your problems. I know if you talk about child support. For some reason. Yeah it came into my head too. (laughs) But. No I'm not talking about child support. It's a. It says. Fruit is a great analogy for sex. But I don't have any. uh, Sex sex questions for my therapist. Which is a stupid idea. I should have had plenty of sex questions. Especially now. Hmm. But hey, anyway, does your lifestyle ever contradict you, your work style? Like, uh, have you ever had had a couple appointments set up where you had to get something done, make sure it was done, but your friends already got a surprise vacay? to the aisles I'm not talking about the islands I'm talking about the aisles like island and shit cause I wanted to go to island so that's my reference but your work comes first and I know most people understand work comes first how do you balance those aspects of your life so it's not in one big fuzzy ball of complex auras well, I would say, but meaning, well, you, uh, I would say if you have your schedule down packed, work comes for work comes first, first and foremost, no matter what, as long as you know what work you're doing, like you can understand the work you're doing. That in its own is what I would say is what helps everything drive force. Like a good example overused but hey that's my guy overused Bruce Lee he uh about the war about water the water example is the perfect example of lifestyle and work style flowing together you have to be the water in the glass the glass is your body the water is your mind and your emotions and with that you have to Become you can you can either flow with that tide of work and life and understand that because this is a set pattern, a set understanding, a set schedule that that comes first, and then in between that you can have your leave time. If you understand, yet here's the uh, the contradiction of that water flow is that crash. It's like that abrupt stop. 
And in that, there's all these, uh, all these things that come in between. Now, when you, the war, when you are the water, from my perspective, you have to know what time it is to flow and what time it is to crash. And when I say crash, I don't mean literally. So calm down. Don't be driving listening to this podcast. You have to flow with the water, flow with the grain, and understand that. Think of a think of it as a think of it as something that just controls itself. Like the water, the rocks in the water. Yes, the rocks in the water would be a perfect analogy to use here. The rocks in the water don't stop the water from continuing its motion. It only maneuvers the water. It maneuvers the water where you can understand where the water uh, goes around the rock. The The rock, of course, gets wet. It gets smoother as time goes through. So if you have a rough rock, if you have a rough job, if you have a rough uh a job you don't like pretty much and it's it's a rough rock over time as long as you keep flowing that job will become easier the habits will become easier the lifestyles will become sedimentary where you can keep that flow keep that pattern keep that motion going and it would be smooth sailing from there now your job is literally a part of you it is now part of that river of life, which I always like that example. Yet, yet again, yet again, I digress. I'm sorry. I had a little stigma in my head, kind of like not just a stigmatic stigma, just drainage. Oh, so we're in the back. Oh, can most can most subject matter come easy to you? That's a, to for here from me. The subject matter in hand does any subject that you talk about come easier to you? Well, uh, like here, yeah, uh. Depending on the subject matter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a simple, simple answer. Yeah, it's a simple answer, and I can take it for this life. Cause I feel at this point, life is simple. <laughs> I wanted to go deeper, but I guess uh, you know, the further you go into the rabbit hole, the harder it is to climb out. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that problem. What's your longest interview? Well, if I said what's my longest interview, I would say this one right here. Still, still the longest interview. I've been trying. I'm trying to get a contact of how your brain works. If this thing's on, definitely was the question but the birds already took off with it they said yes it was but um 
Uh, I'm literally out of questions for your therapist. Besides what school you went to. Okay, what, uh, like, place it in. What, uh, what do, what's your favorite beverage here? And from them, what is, What's your, what is your, because I know a lot of people, like, if you hear, a lot of people have their own, uh, their own thing going, they got their own type of courses, they like to pull together, never stay, never staying in one place, and people like to move and groove, and what I like to say is, what is your if I can find this what is what is your vice that's the word thank you ether what is your vice hmm oh vice for therapists <laughs> as a therapist I would think most most therapists don't have negative vices but whiskey is you know the whole the whole saying the whole motto of candy is dandy yeah whiskey would definitely be the advice that's some good advice that's some good advice whiskey if you can afford it a good a good scotch brand would be very good to go Thank you. Thank you. And I really mean that. This conversation actually helped me better know myself. Hopefully better know my fan base. What they like to do. If they like to smoke, write, listen to music, talk shit while this is playing. It's all good. I love you all. Squirrel. (laughs) Uh... I hope someone that. Um, yeah. So without further without further going over the forty four minute mark, uh, forty two minutes. I'll cut it from here. Thank you, therapist, for allowing me to get my act together. No problem, indeed. Remember, you can always come back. <laughs> yes. You can always come back to Flavor House. I shall see you next time.